How long does no contact take to get your ex back? This is Coach Lee, and I'm going to talk to you about that. So first of all, why would you use the no contact rule? A lot of people will often say, why wouldn't you just work on it? Why wouldn't you go after what you want? Let's think that through. If you want something, you have to actually do the things that give you the best chance of getting it. Wanting to is not the gold standard. Wanting to may help you persevere, and in that way, it's very important. But you need the correct techniques, the correct details to deal with whatever situation you're dealing with. Let's take a child, for example, maybe a three-year-old who's going up against a professional athlete. The child may love the game and they may want to win really badly. They may even pitch a fit if they don't. But does that really help them? The professional knows the techniques and the professional is going to win and we all know that. So it's not just about wanting to. It's about knowing how and then applying that want to. And in this case, what I'm telling you is not really that controversial. It's basically if this person does not want you in their life, that you don't gain anything by trying to force your way into it. Another example I give a lot is if you are fired from a job, the boss is not going to be impressed if you come back the next day. And if you pitch a fit, if you demand your old cubicle back or your old office back, and you start boxing up the person that they had put in there and getting him out of there. Nobody's going to be impressed with that. They're not going to say, wow, he's really working hard to keep his job. No, you've already been fired. And coming back the next day is actually more a sign of instability and maybe that they made the right decision. When someone breaks up with you, if you can handle it with grace and dignity, it's a lot more attractive than if you demand to be heard, you show up when you're not welcome or when you're uninvited, or if you're blocked and you try to go around it and come in another way basically to see them, these things are not attractive. They make you look unstable. And I don't know how people think that that's so controversial because it's not. And I see no contact work a lot because that's sometimes the perspective that the other person needs is for you not to be chasing them, for you not to be putting them up on a pedestal or giving signs that you want them back to actually have them have to deal with the breakup. That's when they can actually see and decide if they really want it or not. But when you're pestering them, you're staying in communication with them, you're telling them you love them, that you'll never ever be unavailable and you'll always be there waiting on them, those kinds of things, then basically you're not letting them experience a real breakup. They are not experiencing the consequences of the breakup. And so they're getting off scot-free because they're getting you in their life even though they don't want you there at the moment. And they are also getting the breakup. And so there's no need for them to make any changes. And no contact also provides a terrific service to you in that it allows you to heal. It allows you to keep your dignity so that you're not begging and pleading and doing things that I promise you, you will regret later. And you will know that they lowered your chances and probably lowered your attraction in the eyes of this person, your attractiveness. And you will be glad that you stayed away let them sort this out and you let them see that you were strong enough to live life without them. Even if it's just for a few months, it can show them that you could move on and they could actually experience some of the loss or at least understand that this breakup has consequences and those include losing you because a lot of the time they just aren't thinking of it that way because they think they want you out of their life. They don't want the relationship anymore. But when they have to actually experience it, that's when they know for sure. And they can't know that 
until they do. And a lot of times it's not nearly the ride into the sunset that they thought it would be. And you are much better off if you will give them the breakup by not contacting them, by backing away, just like they say that they want. How long the no contact rule can take depends on several things. First, how much loss they feel. And that goes back to what I was talking about in that you have to allow them to feel that they could lose you. Because at a breakup, when they break up with you, they feel like that they are above you on the attraction totem pole. And that's not a conscious thought. They are not thinking, I'm better than her or I'm better than him, so I'm going to break up with them. But they think that something out there is better for them. It can be a better situation. Maybe they think you're a jerk. Maybe they think that there's too many arguments, too much drama. Maybe they think you're selfish, you're self-centered, all kinds of things. And if they think that, even if they think that in spite of that, you're still a pretty good person, they think that there is someone better for them out there. And it's not necessarily something that's all negative against you. They just think maybe someone else would work better. And that's kind of what they think is that they have made this decision and they are going to go off to their something better. And the process of breaking up with that person does make the person doing the dumping feel like they are more wanted simply because you want the relationship and they don't. So that's a pretty basic thing, even though some people get upset when I say that. I'm just telling you the truth. And yes, if there's abuse, then you think you can do better than abuse if you're the dumper. If there's been cheating, then you think you could do better and find someone who won't cheat. So it tends to work out that way, that the person doing the breaking up thinks that there is something better for them out there. That does not make them a bad person or a narcissist, though plenty of times an ex can be someone who at least acts like a narcissist, and that can be a win for you getting away from them. But if they don't get to experience the breakup and they don't feel the loss, and sometimes that could be because they don't believe you could stay away. So maybe if at the beginning you begged and pleaded for weeks and months and just wouldn't let it go and you showed up and you did a lot of things that maybe now you wish you hadn't done, that can cause a big delay in them feeling like you could actually move on with your life. A lot of times they can permanently feel like that you could be gotten back easily, that they could just make a call or a text and get you back. As a matter of fact, a recent coaching client that I spoke with actually told me that. He said, I just kind of thought if I ever wanted her back, it would just take a text or a phone call and she would come right back. That wasn't the case. And he regretted it deeply and wanted her back, but she was not playing ball anymore. So you have to give them the opportunity to feel the loss. The second dependent factor on this is what stage they were in after the breakup. And a lot of that depends on your response to the breakup. And as I've said before, it makes complete sense. And it's actually a good thing if you push back some and you say, I don't want the breakup. I think we're good for each other. I think we have a future together. At least give them some things to think about and for them to at least know that at one point you were open to it because we don't want them to think that you're completely not interested in getting back together with them. If you want to get back together, they need to think there is some hope, that there is something motivating them to reach out to you. But it should also be clear that you could move on and that you might have already moved on so that they can feel some of the reality here, which you might also call anxiety, over the situation. But if after the breakup, you basically would not let them have the breakup, then they can be in basically a stage of repulsion 
which I talk about the stages that your ex goes through during no contact, but if it's not a clean cut enough at the beginning and you don't give them the breakup and I understand you're hurting, you're desperate, it feels like your life is falling apart and you're trying to do anything you can to save it. So I'm not getting on to you and I'm not saying that I don't relate to that at all. But 20 years of this, 23 at this point, actually has shown me very clearly that if I can communicate with someone in that situation and prevent them from doing these things, then I can stop this stage of repulsion, which is basically, I'm so glad I blocked him or I'm so glad she's not reaching out to me anymore. Maybe she gets it. And that's when the person can finally start to experience some of a real breakup and the stages that an ex goes through during no contact. But the problem is it may still take several weeks because they can stay in that relief stage that I talk about. And I'll link to that video in the description below, but it's called stages your ex goes through during no contact. And if they are significantly delayed with that, it can throw everything off. Obviously it can make things take longer, but it can also make them appreciate that you're gone longer and it can make them doubt it. Even if they start to feel like they want you back because they have those memories of you doing that. The good thing is that pattern interruption can be on your side because they kind of wonder, why did you stop doing that? Maybe you have changed. Maybe you do see things differently. Maybe you're over them. So that can be a really good thing too, if it impacts them in that way. But either way, stopping that activity, stopping the pestering and the begging and the pleading and trying to talk them into getting back together, that is very important. And you need to do that for your own dignity, but also to give you a better chance of getting back together with them. Because I know you at least want that option. And some people, after a few months, decide, you know, I don't even want them back. Even if they came back, I don't want them. Wouldn't it be great to be able to get to that place? And so you at least want that option. Before I get to number four, get information on my emergency breakup kit. You can do that at myexpatcoach.com. I will link to it in the description. And I'm going to give a discount code so that you can get 25% off the emergency breakup kit just because you're watching this video. What a guy that Coach Lee is. And if you're married, get my free mini course on saving a marriage. You can get that at myexpatcoach.com and just click on marriage and you'll see the option for that. I'll also link to that in the description below. Thanks for sticking with me through my commercials. I appreciate all your support, your subscribes, your likes, your tips, and your kind words about the work that I'm doing. Number four is the available acceptable alternatives. Now, what I mean by that is, is that a lot of times someone will break up with you thinking that there's someone better for them out there. But when they actually get a taste of the world to see what it's like with online dating, the mess, the nightmare that that has become and how self-centered so many people are these days, we're raising in many ways a culture of narcissists. Even if they're not clinically diagnosable, they act like narcissists thinking that somehow they are the prize and everyone else is just lucky to be around them. And there's a lot of people out there like that now. And when they start to experience some of that, they might see that it was much better with you. However, they could also meet someone great. And I don't want to be dishonest with you or give you false hope about that. But I can tell you that if you were a good partner to them, you were a good boyfriend, you were a good girlfriend, you were a good spouse, that there's a great chance that they can see the difference between you and the other people out there simply because the odds are not very good. Usually if it's a great person, they're already taken because someone recognizes that. And so there's a lot of play in this that you don't necessarily think about 
But if they don't have an acceptable available alternative to you that they think this is an improvement or even equal, then the odds are really good. They're going to reflect back on the relationship and they're going to at least consider that the breakup was a mistake. And that's a good thing if you want your ex back. I would suggest that you consider that this person was able to walk away from you and that that should give you reserve when they reach out, when they start talking to you again. It's important that you show some reserve. And I don't mean that you be cold or impolite to them, but you show them that you are not 100% certain. And one of my go-tos is for you to say, well, I'm open to getting back together, but I want to take it one day at a time. That way they at least know that some progress has been made, that they do have some hope, that they can work towards something, and that it's within their grasp, but they don't just get it all back with a snap of their fingers. That what they did was not acceptable and that it might be a deal breaker with you. That way, they know they kind of have to earn it back. And that's good. That is a good thing. Both of you should be earning this back. It should not all come back at once. It won't feel the same. That's why a lot of times it fades out when that happens. And a lot of you have experienced that. I know because you've talked about it. You've emailed us about it. You've talked to my coaches about it. Or you've talked to my support community at lovedynamics.com about it. But if you believe that you were a good girlfriend, a good boyfriend, or a good spouse, then have confidence that when they see what else is out there, that they will actually realize you were better for them, the relationship that you two had was better for them, and that there's not an acceptable, available alternative out there. That's important. Have faith in yourself, bet on yourself, and that's what no contact is. It's saying, I don't have to say anything else. I believe you will recognize this at some point, and if you don't, then you weren't the one for me anyway. Number five, their influences. So who's around them? There's a popular saying now, single girls make girls single. Because a lot of times, and this works for guys too, when your friends are single, a lot of times they don't get to spend as much time with you because you have a romantic partner. You have a boyfriend, you have a girlfriend. And so the guys will try to get their guy to be single with them, leave his girlfriend. The girls will try to get their girl to leave the guy so that they can go out and party and go to clubs and all that stuff that's really not as much fun as people think it is. And it's usually what single people do to meet people to hopefully form a relationship with. And yet you will see people in relationships digress. They will think that they want that, that they want to go out and have their independence again. Then they end up losing their relationship because they're chasing this party mindset, this party lifestyle. And then later they realize they gave up someone, they gave up a person for a mirage. And unfortunately that happens. And so that's where character matters. That's where maturity matters. That's where the ability to not let culture make your decisions and influence you matters. And so if they are being negatively influenced and people are encouraging them, like they have a support group keeping them away from you, that's a tough situation. And the more that you try to reach out and contact them, the worse it gets because then these people are going to say, man, he's unstable because, you know, you like her and you want to try to talk to her and maybe see if you two could work it out. They will present that as that you're creepy and unstable. And they'll do that. Ladies, they'll do that to you too. The guys will say, she just doesn't respect you. She won't leave you alone. She doesn't think you can make your own decision. She thinks you have to be in a relationship with her because she deserves it. Single friends can be great. But single friends can also try to make you single like them because they think it will give them a friend who's more available. So keep that in mind. I'm not bashing single people at all. 
But I am saying that just like everyone else, they are motivated by self-interest. So keep that in mind. That can have an impact on how long no contact takes to influence them. Number six is their ego. Some people think that when they are in a romantic situation that the other person should do all the work, should do all the chasing, all the complimenting, and all the pursuing. I strongly encourage you, if you realize that's the person who broke up with you, I encourage you to see that as a blessing in disguise because both people should be complimenting each other, pursuing each other, making the other person feel wanted. It should be mutual. It should not be one-sided. Both people should be the prize. There should not be a prize and a worshiper. That is wrong and you will not be happy in such a relationship. It will be doomed if that is the case. And so if you realize that about your partner, that they have this massive ego thinking that even if they broke up with you and even after you begged and pleaded and told them how heartbroken you were, they still think that you should be the one, that you should be the one to try to fix what they broke, that you should be the one to ask them to come back and all that. They're completely out of line, out of touch. They're wrong and they don't understand how relationships work. They don't understand people. And a lot of times they have a very inflated sense of their own self-worth. So depending on the level of their ego, I can tell you that you either need to stay away and be glad that this happened, or if it's maybe not severe enough, then just know it's going to be a delay. But the way that they view this, the way that they view relationships, if they think they are the prize and everyone else should be chasing them down and pursuing and worshiping at their feet, that's a problem. And I hope you can see that that's actually a blessing that they're gone. But if you can't, I understand that because loss is powerful. Sometimes you feel the loss and not the love. You think you're in love and that's why you're hurting so bad. But a lot of times it's simply losing something you thought you had. It's that sense of feeling like you were in control and then realizing you had no control. That this person now has all the control. And just like a dictator who can take your income, can take your property, you have only the hope of mercy. And that's why you beg. Begging is asking for mercy. It's saying, I have no power in the situation. I have given you too much power and I'm begging you to have mercy on me. And so you don't want to make your ex your dictator. Never give someone that kind of power over you. Before I get to the final detail that can help you determine how long no contact might take, Subscribe to my channel so you can be notified when I have more videos like this. And that includes videos on getting an ex back, relationships, marriage, and love dynamics. How they viewed the relationship will impact all of this. When they look back, did they see a lot of fighting? Did they see a lot of selfishness? Did they feel like it was all about you and that they were just supposed to be grateful that they could be around you? Was there drama? Did you put other things above them? Were you two moving in two different directions and you only gave each other the scraps? Was there a lot of rejection? These are things that they will look at and they have to decide, do they want to go back to that? Because that is what they assume will be the case. The good thing is, is that during no contact, a lot of times they go back in their mind to the early days when hopefully that wasn't happening, when hopefully those things weren't happening. And it can kind of reset their mind and make them remember that there were good times because they tend to associate the negatives with the breakup itself and no contact can serve as a little bit of a reset button that makes them think back to the beginning. That's something that took me a while to figure out what was going on, but that's how the human mind tends to work after a breakup when the other person is not trying to reclaim the relationship. That's usually what happens. It doesn't always happen. No contact is not 100% effective. It does not always bring an ex back, but it does work a lot. And it's best for you no matter what. Handling a breakup with 
dignity, and respecting yourself is the most important thing that you can do right now. Thank you for subscribing. I wish you the best. This has been Coach Lee. Thank you for watching.